0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am joined here today not by Adam Souter, but by my big poppy, my dad, Frank Polari. He's That's here right. from Boston joining us today for some scorching hot takes on as many players as we can throw out there. Yep, got that hey. right, Tim. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? All right, good. I'm excited. This is fantasy football season. The weather starts getting nice, and I start mock drafting. That's what happens.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so, uh, so let's start with news, though, before we get into uh, some. What we want to talk about later is, is value from mock drafts so far that I've noticed. Good, val- good value, bad value. We'll talk about a lot of players and give as hot of takes as we can. Uh, but first, news. LeGarrette Blunt signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. How do you feel about LeGarrette Blunt's fantasy value in Philly? And and what's happening with Ryan Matthews? Man, Ryan Matthews seems like he's, he's out of a job, I, I
1: would think. But I, I got to tell you, Blunt, what a retard. I am telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it didn't take me long, did it? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> such a net worth. you know here Why? he is, well, he had, I think, a million and, and a half dollar uh, contract on the table with the Patriots. Yeah. So if you saw the end of the of the Super Bowl, oh, you know, Bill, you're the goat, Tom, you're the goat, I love New England, yada, yada, yada. Okay, let me take less money and go to Philadelphia. What a net. Let me take less money? Yeah, I think he did. I, I think he. I think he only took a mil, but uh, but I do think he has some incentives. But,
0: well, I think okay, so maybe the incentives will will make up for uh, for what he makes in New England. Um, yeah, couple but of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know what though, Tim? He overinflated his value. I mean, he he was a pounder. He was a guy to kind of waste the clock, and yeah, yeah, and he had a bunch of two and three yard, one yard runs. Eighteen touchdowns. touchdowns. That's that's a ton of touchdowns, but he was trying to bank that, and you know what? Everyone saw him for what he was.
0: Yep. No, I agree. I agree. You're 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 right. He's a a 30 year old pounder running back who will definitely never have a, a fantasy or a season like he did last year. Right. I think everyone, absolutely everyone, knows that, and he's basically a product of the Patriots system. (laughs) <laughs> but but he this guy at personally I kinda feel bad for him and I don't blame him for wanting to go somewhere else. Yes, of course after the Super Bowl you're gonna be thrilled. He didn't even play in the Super Bowl. He, he didn't get hurt, he just wasn't in the game plan because they were behind the whole game. Blunt barely played. I don't know how many touches he had, but he had like ten. So if the I mean yeah. if the Patriots are losing or if it's a close game, he has very little value to the Patriots, but this is a team who wins a lot of games, so that seldom happens. Yeah, Um, you're right. Of course he's going to be excited after the Super Bowl, but he has been given, what, three now, one-year contracts for like a million dollars from the Patriots, and he's done nothing but be a good soldier and wait for uh, his time to cash in. And it never came for him. He was hoping it was right now, and I don't blame him. He was hoping it was after he led the fucking league in touchdowns on a team that won the goddamn Super Bowl. He was hoping it was then, and it never – it wasn't. I feel bad for him, and I don't blame him for being pissed. If he's pissed at New England, I think he should be. Well, you
1: know what? Maybe he should be a little pissed at himself. Uh, You know what? He did jack over at – for the Steelers. You know, when Mm -hmm. the first time we weren't able to give him a contract that he thinks he deserves, he went to the Steelers. Did absolutely jack was cut. We took him back. You know what? Show a little appreciation. I (laughs) I understand. I understand you need to feed your family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. You know, it's it 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 pisses me off.
0: Yeah. Why? You think that's enough money or? I the, the guy puts a damage on his body. He take, how how many handoffs did he get? How many touches did he have? Like almost 200. So that that's 200 times that you're like, uh, you, you, you say here, here, buddy, go, go run into this wall as fast as you can. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that 200 times. Yeah, I, I, I hear your point. He was a good soldier. You're right. But, all, but the, the the major problem with these guys is they have no career to fall back on, especially running backs. The guy's 30. How many years is he? He's going to be out of the league in the in the blink of an eye. He's going to be out of the league next year yeah. at 31. And he's got no skills other than – well, I mean, I don't really know him personally. But, I mean, I'm speaking sort of broadly about uh, players in, in the NFL. I mean – what, do you, what are you going to do if you never cash in on that big uh, veteran deal that you were hoping to get your entire career? like uh, you know I don't know, it, I'm, it's sad. His lifestyle is, is, is going to be a lot different than what he wanted. No doubt, and you know
1: when, when he was down in Tampa Bay, I, I thought he was you know he had a fumbling issue, but I thought he, he was a lot better than they gave him credit for. And but you know it, it just seems to to follow him around the league no matter what team he's he's on, I don't know it, I don't know if it's a work ethic thing, I don't. Well, you it know, could be.
0: It, it could be. He was falling asleep in meetings back in Tampa.
1: Yeah, maybe he's as dumb as a box of rocks. I I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but there's a reason that the
0: NFL. Well, you you did you did uh, earlier Even... a few minutes ago. You called him a retard. So, yeah. Uh... Well,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So and, and now you're saying you don't know if he's dumb or not. I think. Okay, yeah.
1: no, yeah. Okay, that that horse has left the barn. He is as dumb as a box of rocks. He's he's retarded. You know what? End your career with New England because we know what you are. You know what we are. You know what? Stop being an idiot. So now you got to try to break in with a new team, a new offense, and in in. They've got a young, uh, young running back that yeah. I I really like. And, and Humphrey, you, know, uh, or Smallwood? No, Smallwood. Um, I, I I like Smallwood, um, but you know, uh, geez, thirty one or thirty years old in your in your trading teams, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think it ended up being a. Uh, an emotional decision for him, uh, you know, d- driven by anger, um, and I don't blame him. They and then because then then you see them sign Gillisley for more than they offered you. Yeah, it's true. And Burkhead too. They yeah. signed your fucking two two guys who would have been your backup if you played if you signed with them for more money than you. Like, what, what kind of situation is that? That's not going to be a good situation in the locker room.
1: Yeah, as soon as Burkhead was was signed, that that kind of. You know, made him think. Okay, so I can't go back to the Pats, but he, but he's the one that burnt that bridge. I remember yeah. reading him saying, "Well, they expect me to go back for a million and a half dollars. I'm just not going to do it. You know, I'm a Super Bowl winner. I got 18 touchdowns. Yada yada yada. You, you know what? Maybe a better college degree. I don't know if he graduated college with a degree that that he can actually use. Maybe he should have put, went back to school at a master's did something because you know what he will
0: be out of the league because he's retarded (laughs) all right all right uh let's speak about uh more people who uh, offend the patriots nation uh giselle this week spoke on a (laughs) on some kind of morning show and said that tom brady was concussed this year uh but tom brady never appeared on the injury report, as concussed. Uh, the NFL issued a statement saying that the Patriots never uh, put Tom Brady on the injury report with a, with a head injury. Patriots said, uh, they said a very vague comment, which to me read like Giselle doesn't know what she's talking about, basically. And I think that's the case here, right? Am I wrong on that? Yeah, no, you're wrong. I'm uh, wrong. Okay. You, you, well, you're partially right.
1: Here's okay. the
0: deal in that. I actually saw the. You know, the show. Wait, wait, you block. I think you're blocking the mic. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry about that. I moved my computer. Is this okay. better? Yes. All right.
1: So I saw the morning show with uh, Charlie Rose interviewing Giselle. And basically, here's the way it went down. She, she basically said, you know, he was concussed in 2016, and he's had many concussions. Uh, but it's something. And then she frowned, made a face. And said, but we really don't talk about it. So <laughs> so oh my God, yeah. no, no, seriously. So Tom Brady, just like any other football player in the NFL that loves competing and loves the sport of football, and it's been very good to, to him and his family and, and, and everyone, they wanna play because, especially a quarterback. And, and especially an aging quarterback doesn't want the young punk to come in, Garoppolo, and play him out of a job the way Brady did to Bledsoe. So, yeah. so I can understand Brady, you know, sucking it up. He, there was a couple games, if you remember, this year that he seemed like he wasn't processing information very quickly. I do not remember that at all. I do. I do. See, I, I have this sixth sense. Where, where, where Here we I go. Can, okay. where, 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 <laughs> and, and you have a five and a half cents based, mm-hmm. based on my sixth sense. Right. But, well, and, what's
0: your sixth sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I could tell that he wasn't processing information for about two games, maybe two and a half games. And, and I don't know what happened. Maybe he kissed Giselle at halftime or something like that. And then he came back and then he was Okay. So I do think I detected that he was off for about two two and a half games. Now okay. he, but but he's
0: he's not unlike any other player in the NFL. They don't want to mm-hmm. be replaced, right? Okay, but so you're you're you think that the Patriots are hiding concussions from the NFL? Is what you're saying? That's no. obviously a punishable offense. No, I think Brady
1: was hiding it from the Patriots, who was hiding it from the NFL.
0: Okay, and my, my question. Is but, how but, do how do brain surgeons Tom Brady and Giselle Bunch know what a concussion is? Oh, I've had three myself, so I I can
1: tell you. It, 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 <laughs> you sound like you've had more than three. <laughs> I well, well, let me figure you, I had three this week. <laughs> no, I've had, and,
0: and I, I've had a few myself, and yes. that's. Maybe one of the reasons this show is called the stupid fantasy football show. Well,
1: Tim, when you were born, a little known <laughs> fact, you were dropped in your head.
0: <laughs> okay, oh, that yeah. it does explain a lot. Yes, it does.
1: But I got to say, these players—they don't want to miss an opportunity. So now I've had concussions, and and I got to tell you, the confusion and you just don't process information very well or very quickly. So uh, it, it's it's a serious thing, but the players. Keep it from the team. But now, his maybe this is who is to blame. They have spotters on each sideline for every team, check, trying to see if somebody is getting concussed, especially with the big lawsuits and, and everything going on. Mm-hmm. So the spotters didn't notice that Brady was concussed
0: because he now, didn't get a concussion.
1: Well, well, that's one theory. I, I think he probably did because I did notice a little bit of a problem processing information. for
0: me. Okay. Well, so do you think that this – what do you think this means about Tom Bray? He's just trying to save his job or do you think he's crazy like a theory I laid out in our episode earlier this week?
1: Well, I think he's a little crazy. I think any, okay. any elite um, athlete like a Roger Clemens who misremembers frequently, he, he must have had a lot of concussions too. Um, right. You know, all these elite athletes, Larry Bird and all this stuff. I mean, how many times did he go down and play with, with injuries and, and concussions and all that stuff? Larry Bird came running out of the locker room with a concussion to, to you know, to, to play brilliantly in the second half. So all these athletes, if, if you're that elite, you've got to screw loose to begin with and you have a competitive fire. And you know what? Nobody's going to tell you when you can hang, when you have to hang it up, and when you can't play. It, it's it's a thing that's internal
0: to them. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wait. We've got you. You know that sound? It's that means we've got some breaking news. In the middle of our news segment, we've got some breaking news. Nice. Devonte Parker says he expects to have a big season in 2017.
1: Yeah, no, did, didn't, he, didn't he say that last year, too?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I think the coaching staff said that last year, too. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's happened again. The, this comes two weeks after offensive coordinator Clyde Christensen said he's expecting a gigant, gigantic year out of Parker.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and this is uh, from Roto World. <laughs> yeah, I have him
1: on at least one team, and, and I got to tell you, he may be my keeper, but he may not I don't think he has a great work ethic. Ethic. I think he's got
0: would a good, you, a good would body part. Oh, boy. It's like a it's like a dollar amount in an auction league.
1: It it is. Oh boy. What would I keep
0: him at? I'd probably like, say five dollars or under. Yeah. So so he's like a seventh rounder or something like that for you in a redraft league in a in a redraft uh, snake. Well, although. Yeah, that's my valuation
1: that I put on him, but I think people would take him probably a lot higher than that.
0: Yeah, I guess so. He, he's, he seems like he could be good value this year because a lot of people, I think, just won't consider him.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. I mean, someone that I would consider uh, over him easily would be like... Oh,
0: Jack Bauer, what's going yeah. on? Yes.
1: <laughs> well, I think I have a brain surgery to do later this afternoon. Oh, okay, yeah. Dr. Polari. Yes, yes. That, that's right. Uh, but Alan Robinson, to me, is, is I would take him all day long, and a lot of people are probably going to uh, not look at him until, I don't know, maybe third, fourth, fifth round. And, and I think a lot of people may want to take a, take a Devontae Parker in, in, instead of a, an Allen
0: Robinson. But for my money. I think, no, I th- yeah, no, I think the, they're, those, two round, those two players, their rounds are, are different. Robinson's like a are. third rounder, Parker's like a sixth or seventh. If yeah. it gets up to equal, that's absolutely ridiculous. Well, yeah. one player's done something in the league, the other hasn't.
1: Well, you're, you're absolutely right. But one player is definitely tied to the quarterback play, right? Yeah. Uh, Bortles, you know, sucked last year. So bad that Allen Robinson, I had him in two leagues and trust me, I he was almost unplayable. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, for for several weeks in, in in a row. And uh but I think a Devonte Parker, a lot of people are going to think that he's uh he's he's good and he's going to come on this year. I can see him going as high as the 4th round. And and Allen Robinson 3rd or 4th also.
0: Okay, um, yeah, no, I know. Th- I I wouldn't consider him till uh, till like the seventh. I I'd only feel safe with him maybe as my third or fourth receiver. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely my fourth. Yeah. And that has been breaking news. Uh, now, what about John Brown? There's been a couple of reports out recently about John Brown. How he's. Um, Looked explosive out there. They, they, they've they got his sickle cell under control now, they believe. He's healthy finally. Um, Carson Palmer is saying that. Bruce Arians is saying that. I love John Brown once upon a time. Yeah, you do. Uh, and so do you think he can re- recapture that form?
1: Yeah, I, I do. But you know what? The, this sickle cell uh, condition that plagued him... A lot last year. I need to know more about this. And why is this one of two players I heard sickle cell uh, condition about all year? And I never heard it before this past year. Have you ever heard anyone being afflicted with this and affecting their their football ability?
0: No, I haven't heard of this,
1: no. Yeah. Last year was the first time and John Brown was, I think, the first guy. And I forget who the other guy was. Tevin the, Coleman. Tevin Coleman. There you go, and and it's just like out of the clear blue. I don't get it. I don't know if it has if it makes much sense to my concussed brain, but it, you know, John Brown. I there's got to be something else that was going on last year. I know if he was dinged okay, so, up. so he had some so you're, say,
0: so you're saying you wouldn't be drafting him uh, where he's going. Right now, which is late, which is late, eighth, ninth, tenth round, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I mean, if if it was a, yeah, I, I suppose
1: I, I would. It's Later in standard. I mean, I I like him. I think he's a good player. I, I like hearing all the good reports. But I don't I don't buy the I don't buy this this. So you this, think the sickle cell trade is going to come back? Well, it came up out of the clear blue. I've been watching football since, you know, shit, since before Jimmy Brown was playing in the league, or actually when Jimmy Brown was playing in the league, and I've never heard of this. You know, have you ever heard of a baseball player, basketball player? Haven't no, I've that? never heard of it, it, heard of it otherwise. It, no. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So now, you know, if I draft him, you know, even for my WR4 or 5 or something like that, you, you know what? I'm not... I'm not convinced that he's not going to go out again because it may be a convenient.
0: Yeah. So uh, then you drop him. True. So then you drop him, but but you drop him because he's number two on a depth chart that is the number one person is an old guy. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is still great and he's still in tip top form for his age, but he's an old guy and he could get hurt. And if John Brown's healthy in an offense that can get him the ball the the only other guy there is is JJ Nelson. I think they they might have another guy, but there's no Floyd anymore and Fitzgerald's old. Fitzgerald could easily go down this year and stay down a little longer than it, it if if it was a few years ago. Yeah, I I hear you about uh, about Fitz, but my main concern is is Kasabama. I think Yeah, well he's I think he's only got one year left. I'm only counting him this year. So, I think that that's good. It's important to note that actually for John Brown cuz I think he may be switching teams next year, or Palmer is not going to be there uh, too much longer. So something to take into consideration in say a dynasty league or, or a deep keeper league, where you know he, he you may be able to keep him for years at a, at a discounted rate.
1: Yeah, but, I, you know what, might be a good
0: thing too if, it, he, if he goes to a new team.
1: Yeah. Oh, it absolutely could. Um, I got to tell you though, Casim Palmer. I don't think he makes the year. I don't think he makes half the year. I think what? he's I think he kinda sucked last year. I, I didn't I didn't like him. He lost lost a lot off his fastball and and I don't I don't see him being the quarterback for
0: the second half of the year in Arizona. Okay. All right scorching hot <laughs> take. There it is. Yep. <laughs> okay, so uh let's get into let's get into good value uh from what I've seen in some of these drafts. <clears throat> now I wanna start with some of these rookies. I don't know how up you are on these rookies, but right now, if you're drafting, they're fun to take, fun to speculate on, and some of them are really good value. Uh, so, I, I mean, obviously, this is going to change. A lot of this shit is going to change over the next several months, but what about Marlon Mack? Have you, What have you heard about him or seen from him? He's the running back from the Colts. Uh, he... Stands to get a lot of work right away, and fucking Frank Gore is is the only thing standing in front of him getting twenty touches. Yeah, well, you know the, he's
1: Frank Gore is on my hate list, but he was also on my hate list oh. last year and the year before. So mm-hmm. um, I I honestly don't don't like Frank Gore at all, and and I and I think Mac takes over by by game four as the primary. He has biz,
0: basically, my exact take. Yeah. Uh, last week. Um, yeah, I think Mac is, is is pretty good. I think he's talented. I and and we know the role is really exciting, the running back on Andrew Luck's team. Remember, remember Ahmad Bradshaw, he had a top ten fantasy year, yep. and he's a pass catcher like Mac. Um, remember freaking Boom Heron, who's I do. a jag, just another guy and not anything special, but he had a fantastic role, and that's the same role that Marlon Mack is going to have. Yep. I mean, how many carries do you really expect Gore to handle, or at least to be ha- able to handle per week? You know, Frank. And, yeah, Frank Gore at age forty-five. He's forty-five, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah. Well, he's close to fifty. I, I, gotta tell you, I thought he was washed up two years ago, and they just were desperate. They had nothing um, the last couple of years, and and he's actually done okay. But at some point an old bastard like him's gotta
0: get hurt. Or yeah. he or he's gotta get disinterested or a combination no, of no. both. No, no. He's not gonna get disinterested. He might get hurt, but he stayed remarkably healthy throughout his career, which is it's yeah. it's amazing he's had an, an incredible career i just want to give it up for frank gore real quick here yeah Oh, uh, frank yeah. Gore, you've had an amazing career he has uh, everybody loves you. you you're a fantastic teammate you've ran for over a thousand yards nine times in your career i know you want to do it one more time but i'm here to say i'm sorry it's not going to happen this year you need to get the fuck out of the position that you're in yeah and you need to Marlin, goddamn Mac, take over and be the starting running back for this team. And you need to just accept that it's going to happen this year, Frank Gore. Oh, it's
1: definitely going to happen, Tim. I, I share your, your sentiment about Frank Gore. Great professional, great teammate, great runner through through the years. And and uh, I don't know if he makes the Hall of Fame or not, but I think so. But yeah, he. Yeah, I I think he could. The the I, longevity. I, Yeah, I I love my – I think he's great.
0: But you know what? Move over. Move over, Frankie boy. (laughs) Move over, Jack. Uh, Okay, Uh, Terrell Pryor. I I found him to to be good value and for me enjoying his company this year. Uh, Really like the guy's talent. He has really only played receiver for like two years. And he had a top 14, I believe, finish last year. At receiver in fucking Cleveland, and now he goes to Washington, where he takes, uh, I don't know whose role technically he's taken. I guess he's taking Garçon's role. Yeah. And and so he's Garçon, and uh, Doxson should be on the field a bit more, but also Jamison Crowder and Jordan Reed, so they got some options there. But Terrell Pryor is basically your number one receiver, I think or outside receiver which means he stands to get a lot of touchdowns and if he got um a, a hell a proportional amount of touchdowns last year he would have been a top 10 receiver because i think he only had four touchdowns last year yeah and and i don't even remember who was throwing at him last year what was, was yeah, it cody kessler, kessler josh yeah. mccown um oh. it was another guy a couple other guys i think
1: yeah they they you know i i like kessler a little bit but Kevin but, Hogan, I think. Yeah, they they all suck, and so for <laughs> prior Pariah, Pariah to have a uh, you know uh, basically a, a career year after he switched positions, I, I I think he's a good player, and and I think he's going to do really really well with with uh, with Washington. I really do because because his quarterback loves to to throw
0: the ball around the field, and yeah, and, so we're yeah, he, and he's he's a big target. He is. Who do you like him over? Like, what range do you like him in? Is he near the Allen Robinson territory for you? Oh, boy. Um, Well, here's the thing. Speaking of Allen Robinson, I
1: think Bortles is going to have, they're working on his mechanics. I think he's going to have a better year. So I think he's going to revert back to two years ago. So I would have to say I would take an Allen Robinson over over Terrell Pryor, but not by a lot.
0: Okay. Um, what about? Let me just throw out a few other names. What about Demarius Thomas, Devontae Adams? You think he's right in that range? Michael Crabtree? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'd say Devontae Adams. Yeah. You take you take
1: Adams over prior? I very slightly, only because of the quarterback play. Okay.
0: So and, he's right there.
1: and and I do think Randall Cobb is going to disappear a little more than he has the past couple of years, and I think uh, Devontae Adams is a, is a legit number one uh, B.
0: okay um yeah so that's that's two green bay receivers that you're saying are yep. number one receivers yep in fantasy uh so yeah you're you're saying v- prior's basically valued where he should be i do uh, is what you're saying and and i think i think i like i think he's valued maybe a round or so differently from where i view him I view him more in that Robinson Watkins range because I think he could finish in the top ten. Like we just described how how it, it, he should have actually already finished in the top ten in Cleveland. True. The guy is he has top six upside. He's got top five or six upside. Yeah.
1: There. I think you're right. Yep. I, yep. I, I I love him. I thought he was a great talent. In fact, I think that the Patriots of that
0: the Patriots could have and should have got him. Yeah. um, I know. Belichick loves him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little sad to see him uh, not come to the paths, but he's got better, better fantasy value potential in Washington. Now, the only thing to worry about is Cousins potentially leaving next year and that place in Washington being a total dumpster fire behind the scenes, which I think it is. So dynasty leagues, maybe discount him around or so. I mean, he really is probably valued really where he should be in a lot of leagues. Um, I just think he's got great upside this year. Better the upside than a lot of the guys going around him. Like, say, I I think he'll finish. If you're asking me, gun to my head, who's finishing higher? Terrell Pryor or Alshon Jeffrey? I'm taking Pryor. I'm taking Pryor over Demarius Thomas. Probably Devontae yeah. Adams. Sammy Watkins. I'm taking him over Doug Baldwin. I'll say Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks. I'll, I'll put wow. him right in that range. Yeah. Wow, huh? That's where he's going to finish. That's my prediction.
1: Wow.
0: So uh, how do you compare him to uh, Omari Cooper? I think he's going to finish better than him, but I probably wouldn't draft him over him. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, he's going to finish higher than him. I, I think he's going to finish higher than DeAndre Hopkins, T.Y. Hilton. Wow. That's... Yep. So let me see. What I'm saying is I if I did rankings, which I don't, I'd put him behind, uh, let's see, Brown, Beckham, Jones, Evans, Green. Mm, Michael, that's pretty much it. Michael it, Michael and, Thomas and Des Bryant. Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Des Bryant and Des Bryant and Michael Thomas. Okay. Those guys okay. I expect him to finish uh below in points scored this year, but I think he's right there. I think he's a top ten guy. Yeah, I I think I think in, in a PPR league, I think he
1: has probably a little more value. Yeah. I, I really yeah, do. Gonna... I, I think he's gonna get a lot of targets.
0: Yeah, I love him. Love him,
1: yeah. Love them! yeah. I guess so. Jeez, sound, sound
0: the alarm. We love him. <laughs> uh, as Adam described, this this should be uh this should be for some for, for a negative alarm, but not a positive alarm. So yeah, we'll just we'll use it both ways for the there, time being. There you go. Okay, uh, Amir Abdullah, I think, is is great value right now. Yeah, I I like him. Yeah, I, I. But but you know he missed uh,
1: missed last year, and and I oh boy, I think Detroit their whole team. I like Stafford. Uh, I don't love their receivers, but I like them. I don't love their running backs, but I like them. I just think they're a eh team. I I really That's do. Fine. Yeah. That's so fine. I so I, Ab- Abdullah. I think he's a talented runner but he always gets dinged. I I probably
0: wouldn't pick him. I'd pick a Doug Martin over him in a heartbeat. Doug Martin I wanted to talk about as well, so we can just group them both in. I think they're both great values right now. Some of the drafting I've been doing, Doug Martin's going in like the 7th, 8th, ninth rounds, and he's missing four weeks, but you know, assuming Jeremy McNichol or... Jaquiz Rogers, who reportedly lost weight, and sounds like he's more of a pass catcher, m- more of a a, a complementary type now, sort of like Charles Sims, who w- we we figure they're they're not three down back. They don't have three down back potential, right? Uh, necessarily, maybe McNichol does, and he he would take over for Martin, but uh, I'm not expecting that. So I'm, I've been drafting Doug Martin for sure. Uh, But, like, listen to the guys that these dudes are going around. So Amir Abdullah is going right next to Kenneth Dixon, Dalvin Cook, Ty Montgomery, Latavius Murray. Give me a break with all those guys. Wow, huh? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's a little surprising. It's gross. Um, He's going... He's rightly going behind, or he's going right in like a Isaiah Crowell. I feel like that's kind of the range he should be going in. Isaiah Crowell, Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon is in that range. Tevin uh, Coleman. Oh, I love Joe Mixon this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's going to be good, right? Yeah, he,
1: he's going to be he's going to be at least a two down runner. Uh, maybe maybe if, uh, all three downs. Uh, yep. Geo will, will you know factor in there, but I got to tell you, Hill he's cooked uh, he, he is so cooked he may not make it out of training camp he's over the hell yeah he's he sucked last year too and I had him in a league or two but mostly because yeah. I was desperate
0: yeah 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 he was like the the begrudging fourth or fifth round pick last year yeah no one really wanted him but you just were like ah oh, he's probably going to get workload yep and now you don't even see him drafted in the top like 12 rounds yeah Mixon Mixon looks great yeah he looks great and uh, he's going to get the role. Yeah, no, I'm with you. He's got it. He's going to have a monster year. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he sure is. And, <laughs> he really is. And, and another, Wendy, do, you know, do you think that happens early? Oh, I do. Right off, the bat?
1: Oh, right off I, the bat? Oh, I Um, Maybe not the first week of training camp, but by week three of training camp, definitely. Absolutely definitely. Okay. So where are you drafting him? Like 5th round? 4th 5th round? Oh boy, I, I think people are going to take him especially in dynasty leagues. He, he's going to go real early. Um yeah. in in, in keeper leagues he's going to go probably I'm going to say 3rd round he might be going. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so if like you don't like More than McCaffrey? Um boy, I love them both. You know, you know who else? Oh, okay. I, I I also love is Delvin Cook. You love Dalvin
0: Cook. Oh, I'm I surprised do. to hear you say that. I I, do. I well, do. What makes you love Dalvin Cook? He landed in a in a shitty spot from my perspective.
1: Yeah, you know what though? Um, Minnesota's trying to beef up the O line a little bit, and yeah, then but
0: they just signed Latavius Murray.
1: Yeah. Oh, please. La- <laughs> Latavius Murray is. You know, I've had him on a couple teams. Been sorely disappointed uh, every year. I've I've had Murray. Murray gets same thing's going to happen to him. That that's this, oh my God! Dalvin Cook is gonna be the game one starter.
0: Absolutely positive. Okay, but on a on a crappy offensive line with well, it, it's uh, Sam done. Sam down City Bradford uh, throwing little yep. dink and dunk passes to Stephon Diggs all day. Who I love, I do love me some Diggs. I do too. Um, but. This offense is uh, is boring as hell. Uh, Maybe he can he can resurrect some life into it. Dalvin Cook can because I know he's got some skill. Uh, I am a little concerned though um, with Minnesota's direction. I'm not really sure why they signed Murray, one of the bigger free agent running backs out there, and then spend a first round pick on Dalvin Cook, or was it a second rounder? Actually, I I can't remember. I
1: I think it might have been. I'm not sure. I think it was a second, but. But I, the,
0: but he, but he, one of the, one of the top running backs. They spent a high high capital of draft picks on one of the top running backs in the class. Yep. Maybe maybe he was just best on the board.
1: But, I I think uh, so. I think it's a
0: crowded I, backfield. And I, and McKinnon. McKinnon doesn't deserve to be just the, the thrown into the back of a bus. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. The back of the the back the back of the bandwagon. Just yes. Just get on there. You don't you don't deserve to drive or even sit yes. shotgun. Yes. That's not true. I think he's yep. talented. Well,
1: you know, talented. you know well, he was smoking on the bus, so they put him in the back. So it was <laughs> okay. no no McKinnon, here's my opinion of McKinnon. He's supposed to be a great, fabulous athlete, but you yeah, know what? Sometimes those guys just don't make it because they're not football players. Mm-hmm. Um, the exact opposite, who wasn't really you know, who is not a great athlete, but a football player is, is our own Teddy Bruski. Okay. Yeah. So you you can bank a guy like Teddy Bruschi because he has the football acumen and he's just a a football player. Um, But this guy McKinnon, he is not, in my opinion, he is not a football player. Great
0: athlete, but he cannot play football. Okay. i I think you'll eventually be proven wrong here like i I think the only path to fantasy greatness now for McKinnon is to leave Minnesota when his contract is up go somewhere else and hope for the the two down back to get hurt so he can take down or or take over some of those carries and be like the 18 touch guy a game on an, on an exciting offense that that I know he can be yeah yeah It'll happen. Maybe next year, maybe the year after. I'm yeah. not sure when his contract is up. Yeah. But what if, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know who he like is? Say- you know who he is? And and this guy plays a different position. But
1: he's a Tavon Austin type of guy. He's a, ah, ga- he, he's, of he's, he's a gadget guy. And in Minnesota, they're not imaginative enough to get him the ball out in space. He's good out in space. But right now, Minnesota is not the team. That's going to allow this guy to get out in space. So he's he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be be a bag of shit again this year. <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree. I agree. He is going to be a fantasy bag of shit this year. Um, I think. I also think that's sad. I think. Uh, I th- I want him to get his shot. I think he will eventually get a shot somewhere else. Maybe next year. Yeah, he might. A be- a better a better. Uh, there's a better landing spot for him. Like imagine if if he was a free agent this year and signed with Indy. And uh, and Indy decided never to draft Marlon Mack. Yeah. You know, he, how excited about him would you be then? Well, I'd, I'd be pretty
1: excited. but uh, But I would have to temper my excitement because he hasn't done it. Now, I understand that people that haven't been given, you know, a really good shot, you know, can't come to his full potential. So I understand that. And I do think that part of that is true. I just don't know how
0: yeah. true it's going to be. Okay. Um, another thing that I noticed this year is that, so far, I'm not really going near quarterbacks and most tight ends. And, I'm, and I'm, I think they're mostly bad value, and I'm probably waiting on both uh, if I can. Or, or I mean, I w- one thing I have been doing, though, if I don't love who's up, um, I, I mean, I always there's always players I like, but I don't want to reach for someone. And if there's value like Aaron Rodgers available in the fourth round, and I'm not l- really loving the the choices, my boy Terrell Pryor's already gone, Joe Mixon's already taken. I'm looking at the likes of Edelman and Fitzgerald and Greg Olson and Spencer Ware and those kind of guys. You know, I'm going with Rodgers, uh, and yeah. then I'll pivot during the draft. I'll pivot and make sure I I bulk up on receivers and running backs later. So, uh, for the most part, I think they're bad value. Like, um, I do too. For, yeah. Like for example, Matt Ryan is going in the fifth round. What who the fuck is taking Matt Ryan in the fifth round? And you have to get your fucking head examined if you're taking Matt Ryan in the fifth round.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: (laughs) um, some A lot of tight ends, too. Kyle Rudolph going in the sixth round of a PPR draft. Hunter Henry going in the seventh, eighth round. Yeah. Martellus Bennett. I guess I could see Martellus Bennett a little bit. Well, I, I could see maybe Hunter Henry, because I think he came on a little bit last year, and, and they vowed to go ahead and get him more involved. It, you're, you're, you're paying the price for you know if Antonio Gates weren't there. If he wasn't there, that's the price you're paying for him in the top ten of tight ends. Right.
1: Yeah, and, and, and when you do take a tight end, that that high that is in the middle of the pack, I mean, yeah, good, he's not but, a starter
0: on his own team.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a good player. But yeah. you're missing out on, you, you could maybe get a John Brown who could, you know, catch lightning in the bottle, even though Carson Palmer is not going to play past half year. Uh, th- 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 <laughs> right. things, things like that. So, so and, and if you had a really good player like a John Brown, then, um, then maybe you'd be able to win
0: some extra games. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, guys that I like a little later than that. Yep, um, I love sure. I love both those guys. Those, yeah. those and two- Julius Thomas, I'll take him later. Later than all those motherfuckers. Later you, than you couldn't get on. You couldn't give uh... me Julius Thomas. I, I'll take. He's such a good value. It's such a good discount this year? I'd take a shot. Um, I definitely was on the Julius Thomas is uh, is going to get hurt for the rest of his career train once he signed with Jacksonville. I believe I said that on these very airwaves that I'll never own Julius Thomas again. But here we are, uh, and Julius Thomas goes to Miami where he's reunited with his boyfriend Adam Gaze. Who provided helped to provide him with one of the best tight end uh, seasons in the history of the NFL. Yeah, that's and true. this is a guy who's yeah. barely played; He's sparingly played the past two years in Jacksonville. He might actually have some tread left on his tires. I think uh, I think he could be a touchdown guy this year.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, you, you know I can see your point. If you don't have a tight end going
0: into the into the tenth round, ninth round, and he's even there, even further, even yeah. further. I'm saying wait till fifteen tight, tight ends are off the board yeah. and then take him. Yeah, you can you can get him. Yeah. Maybe twelve. Maybe, I mean he's he's in that range. He's in like the fifteen range. But you know if you if you like him and more than the other guys going around that range, you are guys like David Njoku, Jason Witten, Kobe Fleener, Evan Ingram, Jared Cook, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard. Yeah, OJ OJ Howard. Austin,
1: I mean, over, yeah, I I like both of those guys, Hooper and uh, and Howard, OJ Howard. I think OJ Howard's yeah, gonna have a
0: monster year. I don't know, I don't know. He's a rookie tight end. I I think he's got all the talent in the world, but he's a rookie tight end. I'm not expecting too much from him. Yeah. But I I would if I'm drafting him this year, uh, I would draft him and not be afraid to pull the trigger pretty quickly, and and drop him for someone else if I'm streaming.
1: Yes, oh boy. See, I I think this this kid's gonna be uh, a Kelsey
0: type. I, I mean, type I think player. he will be eventually. Yeah, and and Cam Newton does throw a lot of his tight uh, his touchdowns. Yep. Um, not Cam Newton. Jameis Winston throws a lot of his touchdowns to tight ends yep. throughout his his history of, of touchdown passes. A lot of them uh, have gone to tight ends. Yeah, and and I gotta
1: say, Winston is, is now got
0: a shitload
1: of uh, talent around him, and, yeah. and and I think he's gonna have a great year. I think his receivers, Mike Evans. Mike Evans might be the top receiver coming off the board. I I know that might be a little, a little crazy to say, but no,
0: it's not. It's not that crazy. Yeah, I mean, over. I take him over Brown and Jones. Yeah, I, in a keeper league, I probably would, or a, or a dynasty league. Yeah. he's he's younger. Yeah, he's got more upside at this point. I think the other guys have probably peaked. You're not exactly sure what uh evans's upside is i mean it really is like basically randy moss is his upside because he's yeah, so big absolutely can box out and score a shitload load of touchdowns and that, but james Winston, james winston going in the ninth and tenth round that's why uh drafting matt ryan in the fifth or sixth round is a dumb idea it sure is yeah i <laughs> and, i yeah i you
1: couldn't give me and matt there's nothing wrong with matt ryan he's a good quarterback but, man, I, other than the top three or four quarterbacks,
0: I mean, don't don't even think quarterback before the eighth, ninth round. Well, yeah. I mean, if if someone's fallen to you, I think it's good to do. But, uh, but don't draft Matt Ryan and expect the Falcons to have a historic offense again. Right. How can you expect that to happen again? Yeah. That's... They they had a historic offense in the history of the league. No team has ever replicated that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a guaranteed drop off for Matt Ryan and the Falcons' offense next year. It's basically a guarantee. Yep. So why would you draft him in the spot that you'd pay full? You'd be really over. You're overpaying for him. You're, you're paying for yeah, last year's numbers.
1: Well, well, you know that. But there's like a draft, lot of stupid draft
0: people months. out there. It's like if you drafted Blunt in the second round this year because oh he scored eighteen touchdowns last year. It's the same thing, right? It it sure is. But yeah, I gotta tell you, there's a lot of stupid people out there, Tim. (laughs) Yeah. So if and I'm sure they're not listening to this show. So let them take, let them take Matt Ryan in the fifth round and draft Legere Blunt in the second, which no one's gonna do. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you know, guaranteed I'll be in a league that some one guy does that. Guaranteed. I
0: hope so, too. <laughs> That'd be great. All right, well, uh, good good discussion about uh, fantasy football here in May. Uh, always nice talking to you, getting your uh, your hot takes. Same here, Tim. Uh, all right, thanks for listening to That Stupid Fantasy Football Show. Check us out on Twitter at StupidFFShow. Thanks for listening.